Dissonance Media and the Other Stories presents Step into the abyss of After the Gloaming, a gothic fiction podcast that delves into the depths of human emotion, unyielding love, revenge, internal struggles, and restless souls await you in nine haunting episodes where dread, fear, and rare glimpses of eerie happiness linger. Dare to listen on your favourite podcatcher? After the gloaming beckons, search now, but beware, innocence will be left behind. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. (laughs) (laughs) hello and welcome back to the other stories my name is luke condor with a k and i'm joined by mr daniel wilcox you sounded so uncertain then uh the other stories i was actually thinking um you know because we do the other podcast I was, for some reason, I thought I said the name of the wrong podcast. I was getting a little Just bit completely wrong. Yeah, but no, I said the right thing. <laughs> Fantastic, we're on the right page. Yeah. So, Dan, guess what? What? We've been running the other stories for two years, as of That's this month. Crazy. Two entire That's years. So good. That's more years than one year. Yeah, I did. Um, I did see on my Facebook time hop, it popped up and told me, um. Because it came up with the original artwork we had for the show, yeah. which was the sort yeah. of uh, it was like the green square one, wasn't it? The old sort of just just the word, the other stories, right? You didn't, yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. yeah. And um, that popped up, and I realised stupidly how many typos were in the original post that I I shared to all my friends and family. It was like, oh my god, if I can go back two years, I probably wouldn't do anything different. But oh man, I can't imagine going back like five years. Well, let's say 10 years going back and seeing, you know, how bad my general writing was. Just like writing on Facebook. Or, <laughs> I imagine I, was, I sound like an idiot. But oh, that's, why, that's why I don't look at the time hops. Because yeah. it's, it's cringy, but, yeah. you know, I had, to, I had to check out that one. Two years. 
Two years, exactly. Are you, uh, are you doing anything special for for the two year anniversary? Uh, I'm probably gonna write another story. Yeah. Just keep that ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> How about I'm, you? I'm the same way, actually. I'm, I'm getting back into the short story writing, and I'm just doing a little bit every day on these short stories, and it feels good to just be cracking on again with them. Mm. Trying to get yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking briefly the other day, weren't we, about how how different the stories are now, how even though we started off with a thousand words to write stories and yeah. and we up that to two thousand words so we average around 20 minutes an episode that even though we've doubled that it still feels now like it's far too short we want to give more but i think i don't know i, I think it's a, it's a good challenge to try and write a two thousand word short story especially when you get into a flow and you think the story's going to keep going and then yeah. you go nope bring it back bring it yeah. home well, I just finished one today, and it came out 3,500 words, so I need to go back and edit that down. Um, <laughs> but that's just because like, getting more comfortable as writers, and if I find mm. it more and more difficult to write shorter. When I first started writing, like I think the first short story I wrote that I was happy with was 250 words, and then, I, then ah. it was 1,000 words, and then a little bit more. It just, like Those comfort zones are sort of stretched constantly. Mm. Do you know what you should do on your story? What's you that? should delete every other word and then just give it to a narrator and see what happens. See what happens, yeah, I like it. Um, Once, a, there. <laughs> the stories. Welcome. Oh. St- other. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, so um, we need to work on the new theme, which is ancient Egypt. I think this might be one of my favourite themes we've ever done. I remember growing up in ancient Egypt and ancient Greece... Like the Greece mythology, um, you grew up in ancient Egypt. I grew up in ancient Egypt. We moved over to ancient Greece for a little bit of time, and then we <laughs> thought we'd come to the modern day. But um, nice. I, because uh, I used to have like little books about ancient Egypt and um, and ancient Greek, like the Greek gods and stuff. And I used to love like reading over them and, and getting getting really into that side of things. I think that may be one of the reasons why I like got into, you know, I've got a bit of an interest in history, but. You know, mm. more like mythology and, and, and that kind of thing. Was it the uh, horrible histories? No, I never never got into those. I think they may be, they may have come a little bit after, you know, I may have been too old by the time they were big. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think, um, weirdly, I don't know why, I really, really enjoyed this theme. Um, I enjoy most of the themes that we do, but there's not, I like, I like the ones where you can dip a bit more into that sort of supernatural that, merges on realism yeah because there is a lot of magic surrounding ancient egypt there is a lot of mystery a lot of pizzazz so it's kind of nice to work that into a story with modern day because i actually don't think outside of um films like the mummy Mm. i don't think there are that many films that take advantage of the the legends and the myths of of egypt at the minute i was gonna ask you is there like one ancient egypt related piece of media so film game uh, TV show, comic book, anything that you really enjoy. Is there one that, like, when you think of that film, you think, oh, I love that film, or I love that TV show? Probably the first scene of Despicable Me. Uh, is that, this is like Steal the Pyramid or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first one that comes to your mind. Yes. No, the, the first thing to come to my head is, like, The Mummy, but then yeah. I feel like that's too, too easy in a, a go to. It is easy, but there, like, it is good, and I do still quote it. I think the other day I actually said, "Americans," you know, um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, the little Brendan Fraser. No, the other character. Um, 
John Hanna, I think his name is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and also, um, what's that bit where oh, Benny? I always think of Benny's like little whiny little voice all the time. It's a really good film, that is. <laughs> really sparkly yeah. film. It's old now. Yeah. Blimey. But yeah, outside of that, I think. Um, the only other thing that can spring to mind is a couple of the Goosebumps books which feature mummies but they're not exactly Egyptian mm. books I'll tell you one that comes to my mind is Stargate did you ever watch the, either the Stargate film or TV show? I haven't well the film you know, I don't think it's aged very well because a lot of people talk about it as if it's, as if it's a piece of poo but I remember <laughs> like, I was the right age and it was, it was like mind blowing so the idea is um Back in the day, uh, all these ancient Egyptian gods, you know, the different animal heads, were mm. actually aliens from a, from another world who travel in these pyramid-shaped spaceships. Um, and then they've got these stargates, which are like... Um, they find one, go through it, and then they end up on like this ancient Egyptian-style planet. Um, and they have to wow. fight these a- alien Egyptian gods. It's just like when you're a little like 10-year-old kid. It's exactly the kind of thing you want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, outside of that. I mean, can you think of any more? Or many more off the top of your head? Hmm. So Stargate was the thing that came to my mind. But um, the new Assassin's Creed game set in ancient Egypt. That's uh, mm. that's probably about it. The, um, there was another mummy film, like a horror film. that I remember watching it was like late at night. It was like uh, 3 or 4 in the morning. And I shouldn't have been watching it. It was really scary, but I have no idea what the film was. Yeah. There was a um, a level of the Rugrats mini golf on PlayStation One <laughs> that featured a pyramid. Yeah. Did you ever play that game? No, I don't think so. Genuinely, one of the scariest moments of my life of my um, my lifetime of my childhood <laughs> um, was literally you play as Angelica, and you can there's a pyramid on the golf course, and yeah. there's like a hidden part where you can actually go into the pyramid and collect cookies. And as you're running through, you're taking left, you're taking right. It is. <laughs> and out of nowhere, a mummy just starts chasing you and you have to run away. But it's a proper labyrinth. Yeah. And yeah, it's when you're, a, I don't know, seven year old kid, that's, that's kind of terrifying. So I thought I, did, I injected some of that into into my story, uh, which which would be fun to Rugrats. look at. That yeah. of a reptile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> reptile, is that the, like the Godzilla? It's the Godzilla thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I like it. Um, yeah, so this should be a good theme. I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, stories come out of it. I've already read yours and really enjoyed yours, and um, looking forward to see what else comes out. Also, actually, a quick shout out to Andy Conduit Turner, who submitted a story who we're going to be featuring as well. He's written a few stories now. Um, he's currently got a Kickstarter running. Um, if you go on Kickstarter.com and search for Horde Comics Anthology Volume 1, uh, I'll put a link in the show notes anyway, but Andy has put together. If you like short horror stories, then this is ideal for you. But it is, it's a comic book. Uh, so it's, I think it's like five or six short, uh, horrible, horrific comic book stories in like a little anthology. With pretty incredible artwork. Yeah, the artwork looks amazing. Um, mm. So yeah, go check that out. Like I said, I'll put it in the show notes. But if, just once again, it's Horde Comics Anthology Volume 1. Sweet. The last thing it's just we need to mention is um, the book of the month. We are we're still doing Hawking Cleaver's Reading Club. Oh yeah. Last month it was Fahrenheit four five one. This month, as voted for by the Hawking Cleaver Facebook group, is Zeros by Chuck Wendig. So if you wanna read if you wanna you know, an excuse to read a bit more to read outside of what you normally would read, because to be honest I wouldn't have read this book. Um <laughs> so this is gonna be an interesting one. Um, yeah, it was nice to have a 
quite a had quite an in-depth discussion about Fahrenheit 451 on the group itself. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll probably at some point record a podcast for our other podcast yeah. or an episode for our other podcast about <laughs> um, Fahrenheit 451. Just to give that a bit more richness and get some some people's feedback on that as well. So, yeah, yeah looking forward to um, zeros. I mean, we, <laughs> I mentioned to you, didn't I? The out of all of Chuck Wendig's books with beautiful covers, this is like zeros, the worst cover ever. Zeros falls, <laughs> falls very far short, but. Yeah. If it's you know if it's anything like his other writing, I'm I'm looking forward to getting stuck in. Cool. Uh, so just a very very quick one. Um, we are de- well, we debuted our first um, joint audiobook together, myself and Luke. So for anyone that's interested in some post-apocalyptic, lovely uh, horror style, mostly post-apocalyptic uh, audio, then you can get a 30-day free trial of uh, Anim- Amazon Audible and download They Rot by Daniel Wilcox and Luke Condor for absolutely free and listen um, and check out just a story that seems to be going down very, very well amongst the readers that have read it so far. Um, did you want to add anything to that? No, no, yeah, I completely forgot about that. So if you like audio horror, um, there are, I think, is, is a, it's I think it's like six hours long, um, but it's, it's a great book. I'm very proud of it. I'm very mm. proud of the work we did on it. And uh, Justin Fife, who's narrated a fair few of the other stories, uh, has narrated yes. the audio book. So, yeah, go check that out. Absolutely. And just a final thing from me is our Patreon, as always. Um, bonus episode every month. Just go over to patreon.com forward slash Hawk and Cleaver and you can donate for as little as a dollar a month and get yourself an extra bonus exclusive free story from your lovely Hawk and Cleaver writers, narrated by your lovely Hawk and Cleaver narrators, and directly for you, exclusive. There you go. Nice one. All right, dude. I will... Cool. Uh, I will enjoy this theme and then see you in Egypt. We'll see you yeah, see you soon. Alright. Bye.